<laughs> Sugary tambourines. Sugar down below. Sugar on top of table. What? <laughs> Okay, we have to do this again. All right. Huh. Welcome to the Macabre Store. This is our second, no, third, third. episode. Yes. Trace the wild cherry. Second chance, second time recording this episode. Oh, behind the scenes action right there. Yeah, if we had it. No, we only lost five minutes. Anyways. Did you say we only lost five minutes? Only lost five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we tried recording and something went wrong, so we had to restart. But anyways, <laughs> oh, I'm Tony Garcia. <laughs> I'm, so, uh, I'm Taylor Hawkins. Oh, and this episode, we're watching um, Juwan, The Grudge, which is the original Japanese version of the popular movie in America called The Grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar. S-M-G. Who? Oh, S-M-G. Yeah, S-M-G. That's her initials. She's like a Slave gun. Slave Master Grunt? No, Submachine Gun. Oh. She's a submachine gun. He's so machine gun of amazing acting. Of whooping ass. Whooping ass. Whooping ass. <laughs> you gotta pronounce that. <sighs> okay, so you haven't seen the original Grudge. No. All you've seen was a few scenes with Sam with... Michelle Keller in the shower. Okay, not just that. Like, her walking <laughs> into the house initially and then seeing around, not being creeped out that much yet. And, like, you know, the whole, uh, what is it? Real estate, right? That's what it was? Oh, the real estate scene yeah, yeah, where she's yeah. like, like talking that. with everyone? Yeah, like that stuff. And then some towards the end. You just seen bits and pieces? Yeah. And she played in number two, right? At the beginning? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It was like a whole, no, it was yeah, like a was whole Halloween hospital. resurrection type hospital. thing. Hospital. Deal. Like, so it just showed her like getting her comeuppance or some shit like that. Like, okay, the Grudge movies, they got like, they got overrated really fast, I feel like. Especially after the second one. Oh, dude. That's probably another reason why I never watched it. Because they got overrated? It got overhyped. Yeah, overhyped can kill, can kill my enthusiasm for watching a lot of movies like, real fast. Everyone in school is like, oh my god, did you see that garage? And did you would, see the garage? And you would consistently like, make that... Uh, oh yeah, I had that a lot on the phone when I fucking answered the phone a lot. Oh I was my like, god. could you knock it off, you know? Like, damn. That was just almost as annoying as people um, calling your house and going, seven days. Yeah, usually they ruined every movie that I was going to go see. Like, they said some stuff on it. I was like, damn it. Really? Yeah. Then I watched the, then I'd watch like highlight reels of the film quick. I feel like that's ruined a lot of movies for me. And it makes it feel like you're not witnessing something extraordinary as much as you're witnessing something like extremely like basic and common. Like, I guess that's a hipster thing to say, that I want something, like, unique to experience. But, like, at the same time, like, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about it. But it was never hyped up to a point that, like, I could, that where it lost, like, meaning for me. Well, then we grew up during the time where they were now just finally getting cult status and stuff. Well, that's true. You know, like... All the cult films were coming back that got cult status from back then. So I that think we were lucky true. when that happened. Yeah. Because we got to see all the 
out of the box well, thinking and stuff. I feel like the reason we got really lucky with that because um, those movies were made in the eight were made in the eighties. Yeah, and during the eighties, I was like the only time America wasn't at like war, basically. Yeah, that was like their one rest time of restitution where they could sit down and relax and be um, and just indulge in the arts. And that's why, like, so much of, like, nostalgia mm-hmm. comes from the 80s more than anything. Like, 80s, 70s, yeah. around that time. Yeah. Because, like, you notice that's why so many of the remakes these days are, like, from 80s films. Yeah. While there Very were true. remakes back in, like, the 80s and stuff of 60 films, there wasn't as much because they didn't have that many. They didn't have that many that could, where, like, a large population could enjoy it. Yeah. And at that time camera quality i'm pretty sure that they're like oh well it's probably just gonna look the same you know whereas today we have more technology at our disposal to make it creepier in a way you know better sound yeah specifically yeah better sound like specifically we make remake them now because we have better technology Mm -hmm. you know but i think i think the japanese i think america taking japanese films and turning into their own is like a perversion of like the 80s reboot thing yeah and i don't know which i dislike more i feel like i kind of dislike this more like taking another country's um adaptations i'm taking another country's like property yeah or like art entering into an americanized version yeah because you lose a lot of like the cultural meaning and messages within there you don't adapt it right like like how they're making American live action movies of anime. Yes, I hate that so much. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, Especially like the Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Like, cause the Ghost in the Shell was like basically an attack on American technology, imperialism, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not gonna have the same message or same feel if it's made by American director. Same with like um, Akira, is basically talking about um, the the Japanese um, anxiety towards nuclear weapons and prof and like American Djangoism. Yeah. And then America is supposed to make a film about it, about basically like dissing on themselves, which a lot of films don't really, especially big action films aren't really savvy on like criticizing America. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I really don't like, well, I do know. I don't like the idea of it. Yeah. I partially don't like it, but also, like, there might be that whole thing where, like, this person might be a diehard fan, like, the person that took the adaptation, you know, and he just wanted to show America it, you know, because he believed, oh, you guys need to see this, but I know that you aren't going to go watch the original, you know, for that sake, which I know that their heart may be in the right place and stuff, and they may know all the stuff that you were talking about, you know? Yeah. And maybe they're trying to see if not a wider audience in America, just based off the American film, will see that as well, you know? So you're saying they're using it as a as a as a kind of way to introduce it to more Japanese yes. type um, like, content? Yeah. Because I will admit that did happen to me after watching The Ring. Yeah. I wanted to see the original Ring You. Yeah, exactly. The, and I, then after that, like I was more entrenched in within like Japanese horror films. Like I was more like I was really invested in finding more of those than I was with America. Yeah. Because so much of it felt so similar to each other that mm-hmm. I could not, like, 
there was no I had no stimulus reaction to it anymore. Yeah. A Japanese film like they're so different from each other. Like this is one Japanese film that we're gonna watch, where like this this woman like kidnaps a kid with psychic powers and force feed it um um aborted fetuses. What's this one? I, I forget what it's called, but like one of my friends on Tumblr who like runs a horror blog showed it. And I want to watch it so badly. And I want to watch it with you so badly. It's so messed up. And it's like, it has this like weird, it has just this weird, um, weird aura about the whole thing that I love. May or may not puke. It'll be fun. Well, they don't ever actually show it. They just imply it. Ah, man. They imply it the entire time. Now it's just going to be eating at me. Like, I want to see... Right. Like some, their idea of what a fetus looks like, you know, like how oh they'd God. make it out of, and then you just, sh- oh my it's God. It's just like erase your head. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm grossed out right now. Thinking of people actually eating babies. Mm. Eat your baby. No, but no. <laughs> if you had the chance to change your feet, would you? I had a chance uh, to eat a baby. I wish Mel Gibson was here. Which? Fuck Mel Gibson. <laughs> I really wish he was here. Oh my god. Just in Braveheart gear. Braveheart. How you doing, guys? <laughs> oh my god. We will not stop. <laughs> Blue painted face. That'd be great. How can we? That'd be beautiful. I don't know. Overall, I'm kind of excited to see this. Are you? Yeah. It. I haven't watched it in a while, but I. It starts off slow. I will say that. Oh, okay. So it's got like a slow build. Yeah. But the series are definitely worth it. Like, if I had to give anything to the American movie, it does start off stronger, I feel like, if I remember. Yeah. But it starts off with an initial scare, and then you're like fully aware of what's going on in that house the entire movie. Oh, okay. So, like, it's. Huh, I, what is it? Like an opening scene where it shows what happened. To the previous owner or something? Hmm. Wait. You know what I mean? Maybe, I don't know if it was a previous owner or just someone cleaned the house. Well, I mean, like, generally, like, like something like that. Like, it That's starts I mean. off from there, then it, like, builds off from that. And it's not like a preview, like, what happened way in the past, and then goes on further. Yeah, it just went, like, from, like, a day or two before. Not, like... Now I'm thinking about it. Fucking Maybe the American version, if anything, it had better pacing, if I remember. I'll have to see it again. You mean, like... Build up it was pacing. faster, no pacing. Got the whole movie. Oh, it stayed constant instead of like slow, fast, slow, slow, slow. Fast. No, I mean, like, I don't, there's like, I don't think there's any like perfect formula for pacing. Formulas in which pay in which the pacing of the movie can ruin it or make it better, yeah. And I feel like the American version with like the overall story, it was paced better than this one. If I can, if I'm remembering it right. I'm excited. You want to go watch it now? Yes. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. Thunder and lightning. And we're back. All right. So what did you think of the film? I liked it. But you're right, it was kind of slow-paced. Yeah, it was. Parts. Like, the main thing that I totally forgot is that, like, it interweaves between different, like... Um, characters. Characters. Yeah. So, like, a basic summary of the entire plot is that, I guess, this chick was murdered in her house, 
And then as different people come across the house and like the residents of it, I guess, they get murdered because the spirit's vengeful. Yeah. And, but what it, like the way it's filmed is that it interweaves between like each one of the people who are getting killed. Yeah. Which I think is a cool way to do it. Yeah. They get like a, and it's not like a, you know how some films like prolong the curse? throughout the whole film oh yeah well the, these were like quick curses on each person and yeah. they died in a very short amount of time I think I kind of like that better than, I liked like, it than like the American Grudge yeah because like basically imagine all those different storylines weaved into Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah what, like, a, what I liked about this is because like there's so many different um, storylines is that they had conclusion right away mm-hmm so like people died right away and like they didn't have some cheap cop out yeah which is really cool because you rarely see that in movies like where the killer has them and they're like has them in their clutches and all of a sudden they get away that's oh, oh, i've always hate hated that horror movies Fuck. and i think that's i think that's in this film it's stronger than the american version yeah because like there's so many instances within that movie it's like okay why didn't you just kill her right there you true know? like you could have got rid of and i think here it's because it's big name stars like oh you just killed off the person that we came to see you know right. which I'd like to see in horror films where they take that main person use them as like the main person for people to come and see and then then people would see him killed off that. right away they did that you know? fucking Godzilla I got so pissed off that's so funny they're promoting Brian Gr- Cranston throughout the whole film yeah. and he dies like halfway through I'm pretty sure not even halfway through yeah it was so funny like a third of the way f- through it like you fucking you rode this guy's freaking <laughs> bad fucking fame to promote your movie then also you don't even show him for like a third of the movie you only show him for like a third of the movie I think it works though in some ways like you get the new up and coming star you oh, know yeah. like sometimes there's that hidden talent that shines through with this movie um, I, the one thing I didn't that like I kind of missed in this movie that I liked in, in the American Grudge, which I don't know if it's a good thing for me to be consistently comparing it to the American version because I feel like a movie needs to stand on its own. But yeah. regardless, um, the American Grudge took advantage of the fact that there's a lot of sus- um, subtleties and like use the extra space within the scene to like put in little hints of um, like the ghost or whatever. Like you'd see hair like forming in the corner of the oh, room. Yeah to to um, represent like the ghost yeah. being in the house but it would be like out of the corner of the scene where you couldn't really like see it like they use as much of the scene as possible to tell a story mm-hmm. this one I feel does it like a little less but I don't think it's that bad I don't think it works against it yeah I'd have to see the full the other full, one yeah, yeah. like I think I'd I'd know what you're talking I kinda, about. I kind of like what Paranormal Activity does, where you have to be looking at every scene to see what hints of the ghosts are in there. Oh, okay, yeah. Like the Grudge, like the American Grudge had a lot of that. This movie, not so much. I. That is a good builder, though. Oh yeah, you know? it, de- it yeah. definitely is. Definitely, it's a really good foundation too. Like leading up to what's going to happen, or especially like you said, like gives yeah. you the idea that the presence was there mm-hmm. you know what'd you like yeah 
I think more films should have little things like that if it's like this type, you know? Yeah, like the fact that like the movie had like a lot of tension. I think he used more sound than visuals to build tension more than anything. Well, yeah, this quietness of it, it's like yeah, you're like actually you're like, oh, in the place, yeah. you know? Like that's I think that's another thing that Japanese do really well. <laughs> they have long periods of silence just to be broken up. Yeah, and I don't think American movies do that enough. They don't. They they don't, they, they have so much talking and exposition through their characters. Yeah, that they don't. It doesn't ever feel like a breaking up of like breaking up of peace. Yeah. When the horror element is introduced, it's breaking up of some type of calamity with another type of calamity, which it can be scary, but not more so than just breaking up like pure silence. And in horror movies in the U.S., like. You can always tell what the next scene's gonna come to based on the musical quality that's happening at the oh, point. Yeah. Like, like where the music is building or dropping, you know what you're supposed to be feeling at that point. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, get ready, something's gonna pop out, or this is gonna come to happen next. And yeah. That's what I think also gives away a lot of American films now. Like, in the 70s, you didn't have that so much, or the 80s, you know? Like, they didn't totally use it throughout the whole movie, you know? Yeah. Like, you still had them silent parts like Japanese horror did. Yeah. Oh, I think the 80s definitely did that more so, where they had, yeah. like, the characters walking through the house, and just you just had to soak in the silence. Yeah, and you'd actually on. hear the creaking of everything inside the house, yeah. you know, of what they were actually there filming, you know, like, oh, let's not put music here because it's that creepy and all this background noise works with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what that's what drew me to all that stuff, for sure. The visuals in this were also really fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, my, like, in the and end- for the time, I was like, wow, dude, I didn't know that thing. Yeah, did you, did you catch when this was made? No. I didn't, I, I forgot to see. Like, I was surprised for a minute. I was like, I think it's like, Early 90s? Yeah. Let me check. I'm going to check. Hopefully. But, like, even if it was, like... That one seems like early 90s. Yeah. Or late, even at that. But those visuals were just, uh... It was neat how they did the camera scenes. Like, the actual where they're looking into the camera. Yeah. That's what I was... Like, I was like, wow, dude. Damn. I suppose they did that with that movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. What do you mean? Like with the shadowy figures. I suppose they kind of did that in America Oh, here. yeah. No, I never I thought of that. Where, like, there are shadowy figures running across everything? Yeah. That's a scary movie. Seriously, it is. I was scared. No, mm. but... Yeah. Apparently, this movie, Juwan the Grudge... Is actually like part of like another thing called Juwan the Curse. Like, oh what? Like it's Juwan. It's like it's its own like, is its own like brand. Yeah. And then there's the Grudge, the Grudge Two. Then there's Juwan the Curse, and the Curse Two. And then they also have Juwan White Ghost, Juwan Black Ghost. It really rolled this out, so it's like a Halloween type thing for them. Yeah, but apparently, I think this is like, this is the fourth of that series, You Want the Grudge. Really? That's weird. Yeah. 
I want to see the rest of these just to, like to intake the lore. Like, I wonder if they're all connected. I'm pretty sure they are. Like, I'd assume so. You think so? Yeah, I'd assume it. Hmm. I want to see it. I, I want to watch them later. I'll have to do that with you. That's an interesting thing, though. What else has that, like, kind of, like, it's a brand, but there's also, like, other parts of it. Ip Man. Ip Man? No, Ip Man's, like, a continuous story. So I'm talking about, like, something that, like, stands as a brand, but there are other stories. Like, it's not, like, I think The Grudge is its own, like, is its own, like, um, story. Yeah. Separate from, like, Jew on the Curse. I'm pretty sure that's what, if that's what oh, I'm okay, I get what you're saying. Though. I get what you're saying. Maybe, like, the Final Fantasy series in like the video games like that yeah like I can how see none that. of them are interweaving they're just all labeled final fantasy like none of it takes a place in the same universe i thought they did no really yeah oh weird yeah that was really weird mm -hmm. i thought they continued on like made references to the past game that was like a choice of like making a reference to like like the writers quoting the last game the last game as like a cameo type thing oh okay deal. gotcha okay now i understand that now. but nice like the visuals of this movie were really eerie yeah That's, like it came out in 2000 apparently still it's even like then like pretty yeah we were still getting just started in cgi so i'm assuming that they used old school techniques i wonder what the budget was for this movie because it didn't look like very expensive yeah the cg was nah still effective yeah i think i think the cheapness of the cg was what made it even scarier in a way and like you didn't know that like looking at it it didn't look like crap like some cg films do oh, yeah you know where they're like oh it's trying to do the top quality cg you know like nah, that doesn't work you yeah know, i think like, the, i think their filmmakers like took advantage of the fact that they don't really have the capacity to make really high quality like cg stuff yeah so they took like the vagueness of it so you're still like you're still not entirely sure of what it is that's coming after you, and I think that adds the horror experience. Because like that's yeah. like okay. being yep. being unaware of what's going on around you and being like not having like total information about what's happening to you at that point is a really scary thing when you're just not able to comprehend what's going on. Yeah, and I think like low quality CGI works for that because you can't really make out what it is. You just know that it's not good for you. <laughs> I like that. No, yeah. Like, how would you put it? Like, the... Like, that was, we're assuming that that was CGI used, right? Are you talking about the, like, the black figures? Or yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. assuming it is. Yeah, yeah. So, that, like, lower quality look... With the type of camera they used for the directing, yeah. like it just ultimately fit together. Yeah, you know? definitely. And maybe they weren't totally trying for that, but it, it fit. It, it worked. You know? It worked. Yeah. You know, unlike some where it looks really cartoonish compared oh, yeah. to the actual camera they're using mm -hmm. and stuff. That's like fine. this actually came together yeah. pretty well. Like it gave you a lot of more creep than you'd expect. Oh my god. That last scene really creeped me out. Where like her head poked out the side of the, poked out of the side of the um stairwell, 
I fucking like it happened so slowly that it just sent like a shiver up my spine. That was funny. Dude, oh, I cannot man. stand that. That was great. Her head just kinda of was like, hello. <laughs> oh, like literally that's what it was. Like one second it was like pure wall stairs and then all of a sudden pop. Hey. Like the way she crawled wasn't as like wasn't as um what's the word I'm looking for? Spidery. Yeah, spidery as I remember. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's just like desperately crawling. Like I was thinking straight up exorcist at that point. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I was like Yeah. Wow. But like if like she, it wasn't they didn't hire some contortionist to go up there yeah. that. That would have been neat. If they would have been much scarier if yeah. they done that. I would have been freaked out. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was thinking that it'd turn into. Like I'm like, please no. Slow is yeah. freaky. Yeah. Like, yeah, the exorcist was scary and she did it really fucking fast, but I think Yeah. I don't think I think it would have made it scary for me, but that's still scary either way. Yeah, I just think that the way she was moving slowly though down the steps, yeah. if they added that in there, it would have made it that much more. Like you heard the breaking of her neck. Oh yeah, you know the snapping, so, cracking. Imagine like the leg being bent away that it's not supposed to. Oh yeah, and then turning down the steps. Like I'd be like, nah, get out, please. You are. N- I didn't invite you in here, you know, like, there's a tea party down the street. Go down there. I don't want, no. I like, to, uh, <laughs> oh, man. This is, no. God. The one thing that was really, was really, like, cool is that, okay, like, you, like, no one was ever really safe wherever they were. Yeah. That was a really weird thing. That was a really weird thing. Like the only horror movie that's ever like emphasizing that like a lot. Wait, you know, in Nightmare on Elm Street, you you were okay as long as you were awake. Yes. But like with this one, no matter where you weren't, because that bitch was like popping out of people's like shirts. They like looked down the shirt, and there she was. Yeah, they could even be in like a place where they thought it was the safest. You know, like oh, oh yeah. it's only gonna stay in that house. Now if I leave, I'm fine. Nah, dude, that thing's in the bathroom with you of the airport, and there's like six other people next to you that are now gonna contract this curse. I'm trying to wonder if, like, the fact that we never got, like, a really clear explanation of what it all was. Like, they basically showed that there was a family killed. Yes. And that the reason why she's killing people is because she's angry. Yeah, it relied more on visual trying to interpret than the actual... Yeah, and instead of, like, actually understanding anything. Yeah, like, the... What is it? Dialogue didn't actually, like, play out, like, oh, this, this, this. Which is, I'm fine with. But like yeah. with the switching of the scenes, it kind of got kind of you you. It was easy to get confused. Yeah, paying too much yeah. attention. Yeah, like really easy. And I'm wondering if like if the vagueness of like the goat of the like monster or the the what word am I looking for of the horror element attributed to it or made it weaker? But I kind of feel like me not knowing what it is. Kind of irritates me at the same time because I don't know how it would be able to stop it. Like, I'm never like sitting in the movie, like, oh, just do this because that'll stop it. Because I really don't know how to, I, it'd be, I can't be critical of how the characters are acting. Yeah. Like, oh, do this. Like, it's obvious, like, to do this. Yeah, basically, what the only thing that you'd be able to see for him to do is like, once you hear that noise, leave. Yeah. You know, before well, you no, actually you know, see it. like running, she's like, was chased through a whole bit like one chick was chased through a whole building though yeah but she actually away. saw it you know like she actually yeah, saw one of the died. characters yeah that's what i'm saying like 
before you actually lay eyes on them, I think. Yeah. I think that's maybe what the curse is. Like, if you lay visual on the actual yeah, subject, whenever the, whenever the you hair, go. Whenever the head just, like, popped out and you saw the hair, like, pull up first, that always got me. Yeah. It's so uneasy. Like, this film made you feel uneasy about them popping out. It yeah, was like, oh, wow. Like, you're in the house with me, and I thought I was alone. My Oof. favorite. Um, I, I actually like this movie, you know? Oh, yeah, I liked it. Like, overall, it was done really well given the time or the time no i kind of wish more the horror movies was made yeah yeah there you go and i wish more horror movies would adopt that like interchanging um like interchanging narratives yeah thing that'd be because like it's very rare when i watch a horror movie that i'm more invested in like a certain character than i'm invested in the events happening overall yeah so I feel like with this, like changing of narratives to like show like quick little snippets of how like the main horror element is um is disrupting the lives of everybody would work more effectively than watching the hero girl and like some romantic subplot and like oh I need this I need this like yeah. that would be so much better yeah and it's, like pe- like. Not saying that a lot more people dying in the time frame is cool, but you're since you're not invested in all them people, you know, yeah. you're more invested in trying to figure out what the thing is, mm-hmm. you know, like whether it's a monster, an occult curse, some science fiction weird monster thing, you know, like you're invested in what that is overall, you know, yeah. whereas most... Films, you like you said, you're invested in one character. You know, you're not really worried about that monster besides killing. I would that never say I'm invested in the characters. I'm saying that like there's so so much focus on the character. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like where most people probably feel like they need like more people are drawn to that character. You know, you know what I mean? Like, how do you put it? I don't think they're drawn. Like, what I'm saying is that at least for me, when I watch a film, a horror film, yeah. I become more invested in like why is this person killing? What are they killing? Yeah. Who are they doing? For the most part, unless they have like a really, really good main character, which is I find really rare. Yeah. Well they it's also the horror genre too. Yeah. It's, no, that's what I mean in the horror genre. Yeah. Which I find really rare in the horror drama. Unless they have a really, really charismatic main character, I don't care about like whether or not they survive, because the lore built around that um, horror element is so much more interesting than the yeah. than whether or not the actual main character lives. Yeah, or like what their dreams, aspiration, romance, whatever. Yeah, which I mean, like, okay, like how I tried saying it was like, you know how horror films try and get you to actually be like, oh, this main character, kind of pay attention to them, you know, yeah. like not the creature. Yeah, where people start feeling bad for this person. That's what I mean, like. More people are drawn towards that main person more so than like, oh, that was a good movie. Like, I was happy she lived. This was oh happy on, you know, like, and they didn't pay much towards whatever the lore or creature was. You know, it's like, how'd you like the creature, you know? And then they can't explain that to you. Then you're like, oh, well, that's kind of like what the movie was revolving around was the lore of all this, you know, but they were more. So confined in their mind towards what the actual 
survivor or however you want to yeah. put it was i'm saying I'm, i don't think horror movies should focus on either or yeah i'm saying that for the most part horror movies don't have strong leads yeah which is or charismatic with, yeah. and they would be better if they dropped that thing dropped mm-hmm. like trying to make us invested into that character yeah and focus on the horror elements if there was a main character and people felt invested in that, I don't think it's a negative if they missed out on the lore. Because yeah. that also like shows a weakness of the director. Because if the people didn't focus on the lore, that's the director's fault. They should have done more. If, if the director wanted them to focus on the lore, they should have done more to emphasis on the lore. Okay. Yeah. But if I felt like... that's, But I like... I always find the lore more interesting. Yeah, same. And for the most part, the lore is more interesting. Like, because the characters aren't well developed, they're all always shallow, everything like this. So that's why I think the directors should like focus on that more. Do you go look up all the lore after it? I do. Sometimes. Yeah, I do. Definitely. I get super giddy and scare the shit out of myself. Yeah, after I, find, reading. I, like, I find out where no. like I find out where like where they draw this the inspiration from. It's like usually like urban legends and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I always try to look for that. I'm always, I like getting into that because sometimes there's like some really weird like cases also yeah. that led to like, like the unsolved cases. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, wow. Like how like the Chainsaw Massacre is actually Ed Gein and yeah. shit like that. Like it's just yeah. insane. I, lo- I love looking that up. I think, I think that's one thing that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre did it right too. They focus more on like the family mm-hmm. and whether or not like yeah. the experience of person survived. The remake was okay by focusing on Jessica Biel. Yeah. She was kind of a badass, so I really did like that. Yeah. Like, like there's only a very few, small handful of, like, horror leads that I felt invested in. Yep. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Jessica Biel in the in Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Ah, fuck. I don't know who right now. But, yeah, there's some, there's yeah, some there who are. I actually feel invested in. But, like, for the most part, I'd rather focus more on the lore. Yeah. That's what I do. Like when I'm watching, I'm like, "Ooh, what can I look up after the movie? If yeah, this is true, you know, like is is there events that inspired yeah. this? You know, like like that's what I like. Like some movies work because you need to be part of the perspective of like the main character. To yeah, understand like what they're going through, <laughs> but then they jump between certain characters to see what they're doing like not like changing the narrative but still like keeping the focus on one main person okay but like they'll jump between oh you know those two co-eds who like were super attractive to each other and shit like that now they're fucking they're about to die like i don't really like and then they have like a five minute scene of them crying over them it's like i don't really yeah like care i want i want to know like why this person's killing and yeah like this kind of shit it's like like because it follows the same formula that everyone's always seen you know that's why it's like okay if you change that up please you know yeah maybe make the horror film come out more finally you oh, know yeah. re revolutionize it now you know like change it change everything about it. like i wish we'd see more people changing the horror genres than still following the same stuff from like the 80s and 70s you know it's like oh yeah definitely yeah like it's still prevalent today and i i feel personally that it needs to change it know? definitely needs to change like up. i think we could do so much more mm-hmm. you know like you, your storylines would be crazier if you dropped the 
old stuff that we're yeah. normally used to. Like force feeding us romances that don't yeah. really work. Shock uh, value would come back. Oh, yeah. Ultimately, you know, like you'd be like, wow, dude, I did not see that coming. You yeah, know, definitely catch people by that's, surprise that's, again. That's part of like what horror is it's supposed to surprise. You're supposed to come yeah. out of nowhere. It's supposed to get you giddy. Like if you're able yeah. to predict something that's going to happen, that takes away the scare so much. Yeah, it does. And that's why like, like to the T, like, if you, if like, if you know something is going to happen, but you're not sure what it is, that can be even scarier than like jump scares. Yeah. If it like builds tension and you're like, where the fuck are they kind gonna come from? What's gonna go on? But if you can sit there and go, oh, he's gonna walk out of that, like he's gonna punch through the wall and get them. Yeah, which you can pretty much tell. Yeah, like nowadays, like because they'll like zoom up on the wall and they'll fucking zoom up back on the people and like, oh. Yeah. And you could take that film and probably compare it to one back in the day, and that's where you yeah. saw it before, and you're like, oh wow, there's an ode to this director. Nice. <laughs> You did good, I like that, but yeah. you, you're a director now, you know, like, make it more artsy, you know, make it more you. you and know? have artistic integrity. Yeah. Like, don't just write it out from what we have been. Because I think that's what ultimately is making America drop a little bit in their horror making, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, horror movies have not, horror movies, horror, the whole horror genre has definitely dropped yeah. in quality in the last few years. Especially since they're riding on that whole uh, paranormal stuff lately. Oh, you know, like, like yeah. paranormal activity? Or yeah, like, about? there's other films that are just like that, too. Like, yeah, where definitely. they just do like that. Or, Found footage. like, Possession yeah. has gotten big, too. Where, they're, you, where, like, you got Sinister, The Conjuring. The Conjuring Annabelle. was good, though. Conjuring was good. Then Annabelle you had Annabelle. Really well, I mean, like... Wait, I didn't see that. Was that about you, Possession? Yeah. It's just about the doll in The Conjuring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, was, is that possessed? Was the doll possessed, or did it possess people? The doll was it? possessed. Yeah, I don't know the story though. I'm thinking that. So like, I think I like watching like foreign films more than American films. It's just because I personally like learning about like other countries. Yeah, it's really like it's really cool to see that um, even in horror. Like I don't know if. If America started this or if Japan started this, in horror movies we have a real tendency to make college like high school to college age people like the main like antagonist. Yeah. Or protagonist. And like it's weird to see that Japanese also embrace that. You saw that, like for the most part, except for that one older dude, everyone else like looked like yeah. eighteen to twenty five. Yeah. I honestly think that it could be the folklore. Like, not just one specific folklore, but if you read all folklore, like, yeah. some stories from each different one, you know? Like, you always have a story like, oh, this person, the evil guy or antagonist, you know, yeah. is always drawn to, like, let's say ages 8 through 13, you know, because you do something bad, you know? Or this age group is from 20 to, like, 17, you know? Like, they had age groups. I wonder if they didn't just adopt that from all the folklore around the think world so? to put it in there. Because otherwise, it's really hazy to think. Because you'd have to see whatever the first actual horror film was to use. I wonder if that's just... Um, I wonder if that's just, like, a mark... Kind of, like... No, I don't think it's a marketing thing. I want to give the art artists, like, screenwriters and artists, like, some integrity... Like, some... Like... 
benefit of the doubt that they're not just doing it to appeal towards a certain age group. Yeah. But, but maybe it's... No, that's that's too fucking deep. I was going to say maybe if it's like the whole um, confusion and disassociation with what you're actually going to do mm-hmm. and like the whole like how messed up and how confusing life is at the age of between 18 and 25, you realize like how complicated life is and yeah. that is the perfect age to like prey on because they're so... Their lives are so disorganized at that point. Which, like, you could attribute all them folklore to as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it could go back that far. Like, if you just look at folklore towards any specific culture, you know? Because that's a really great point in, like, growing up is where, like, you're you're halfway to being an adult. Yeah. You're still a kid. When you're an adult, you kind of become desensitized to all these folklore myths, you know? So that's where, like, oh, these children saw this antagonist you know oh my god he's so scary mama whatever whatever then the parent dies you know because of the antagonist it's like oh wow she was telling the truth you know like maybe it's that point where like people are just like oh okay yeah i'm old you ever realize that in horror movies that the older that the older people are the more like prevalent they are dying right away yeah and maybe that's why they make the 18 to 25 year olds like the ones that believe it more you know yeah but they're still like skeptical to a point yeah yeah and like they're able to like they're able to Use their knowledge and fight back. Yeah. I wonder why kids never. I wonder why kids never die though. I wonder what they're trying to say about children. Maybe it's just like a taboo thing. That maybe it's let's like not kill kids. And yeah, maybe movies. that or like, oh, he's the innocent one. You know, like these mm. children committed sins because they're in this age group of committing sins. You know, or some stuff like that. Some weird religious mumbo gumbo like that. You know. Which I'd totally say with, but then also it could be that taboo, like, oh my god, we you kill a kid, you're sick, we're not letting you yeah. play this in America or this country or here, you know? It's like, motherfucker, dude, come on. I'll point at fucking Star Wars number three, where it goes in and fucking slaughters a whole bunch of younglings, fucking Darth Vader. See? There you go. But like, um, I think there's been people that have been kind of pushing bounds, like uh, Guillermo, Gu- Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, there you go. Guillermo. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that yet. I'm still getting used to that. I suck at it. But yeah, he did it a couple times. When? Uh, well, it's not totally a movie, but it's in his uh, TV series, The Strain, on Fox. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had this little boy in there. Oh, my God. He, he just killed? got hacked the fuck up. Yeah, dude. It was like, what? Like, it shows that he got attacked by one of the creatures, you know? And it was screwed up. I was like, dude, you just showed that. You just showed that. I was so excited when that happened. You I was that? like, wow. No one's ever done that that I've seen yet. Maybe this is weird. I don't know. I can't really say one is worth the other. I'm pretty sure there's more instances on TV of child sexual abuse yeah. than there is of child murder. Yeah. I don't know what that says about society. It's, it's fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's just like... Uh, it's so weird to think about like you'd think that it'd be you know like why dwell on child abuse at that point you know it's like it kind of feels like society's trying to get a rise out of it or find it like oh that's bad and it makes it but they're using it as an effect for their film you know mm-hmm. like oh we're gonna get sympathy for our movie you know like oh we oh, yeah, it being for this. Yeah. yeah yeah whereas 
Lord help us if we actually kill a kid, you know, like, wow, you know, like that, that's way worse. In my opinion, it's worse to have like your character survive sexual abuse, you know, instead of like a kill scene, like not a sexual thing leading into a kill scene, but like just a general kill scene, you know, that you do with any other character. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I not adding the sex to the kill, but like, were they using that as man- most emotionally manipulative? You know, like we're not using that here. Like we're most just... of it's manipulative to the point of like where they're trying to establish like the the stakes yeah. of like what's going on. Yeah. When you could probably get through with that with like actually killing the kid. Yeah. This is like, weird trying to discuss the morality. It's so hard. Like, it's so confusing. Like, what, what is okay? What, how, I don't know like, how to pr- treat a child in a movie. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel In this movie, it's sick, but I think that people get off on seeing them child abuse things. Like, oh, that kid was I don't abused. think getting off was the right word. I think, like, they get... Um, they get a, they have a much larger reaction to it. You're what you're saying, yeah, like a dark humor or something to it. You know, dark like humor? not humor, but like how the fuck I can't even think of the word right now. It's pissing me off. Oof, the you know what? I'm just gonna drop it right there because I can't think of the word. I honestly can't think of it. Like you, like I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like they people get more. People have a stronger rea- a stronger reaction to. An implied, or even like, well, it has to be implied because you can't show that on TV. Yeah. The implied, the implication of sexual assault on a child, yeah. than they do of the implication of murder on a child. Yeah. Like yeah, I guess I'll say that. I don't like. I don't know me. I don't like seeing. I don't like the kid being abused. You know, like I don't get why they put that in there. But then it's like totally wrong to just have a kid straight murdered on TV. Yeah. You know, like, we we already know that all horror films are fake, you know? Yeah. But that's, like, a real-life thing compared to this thing that we're actually making just as a joke, you know? Like, oh, the kid I don't died. know which one is, like, objectively... Maybe it can't be objectively, but, subject, but for subjectively for me, maybe the taking of a life of a child is much worse than sexual... Like, um, a child being sexually assaulted. Yeah, because because I have friends who have been sexually assaulted. Yeah, and I pretty and just from conversation with them, I they they seem ha- they're happy now. Yeah. So like, it's um, it's 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 like they'd rather not have died. No, yeah, like, understandable. Yeah, sure, like, sure they yeah. like dealt with like like any like sure they dealt with like um suicidal thoughts because of that incident, yeah. but they'd rather have not died now that you come to terms with it. Yeah, like there's a lot Which, of PTSD and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's still weird though that people get a bigger rise out of that than kids getting killed. Yeah, like just straight from horror movie, you know, like it's like. Okay, we've saw every other age group get killed, but now you put like us on a standstill. Like, oh, we can't show this film if we show some 
kid getting mauled by a vampire or something, you know? It's like, why not, you know? I, th- I think, no, I think about it, I think there are quite a few horror movies that imply it. Like, a kid will be, like, standing at the doorway, then all of a sudden, like, the horror movie, will, like, the villain will walk in, and all of a sudden you'll see, like, the... Like the teddy bear hair, the teddy bear. Yeah, hair yeah. Like well, the no, ground. there's a lot of implication, you know. Like, yeah. But you never see like how they do with like other age groups, like oh, straight, like straight up. Yeah, like a straight. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. That's like, true. You never see that, you know. And like maybe that's the next move for horror films, you know, to get you seen it down with sh- the a little bit of shack value. You see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And that's scary as fuck. Yeah, dude. Like I, I think of them as children too, you know. Like at a to a point. Yeah. Where it's like. When they, they're just, like, unable to, yeah. like, at some point, like, still the elderly still are, like, almost as defenseless as children. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And or it's more like, so. Oh, wow. Or more so in some cases. And, like, that just gives you, like, how sick like, that even antagonist is. When they show that one chick who's, like, um, who is paralyzed or is traumatized or something. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know what she was. I like, think she was traumatized because I think she Well, like, they up. implied that she's always been like that. Yeah. So I don't know what that was. Like maybe she's just emotionally like she had, cold. She has a case of being old or something. I don't know. But dementia. Like, oh, dementia. There you go. There you go. But like when that when the ghost was attacking her, I was like, that's so fucked up. She can't. She has no way of defending herself. Yeah, true. Like you just saw, like she had to basically give in, even though that she didn't want yeah. to, because she had no choice. Yeah. Especially since the fucking paranormal's coming at you, you know. It's like, yeah. stop. Get out. I don't want you taking my body. I still have at least 35 years on me. I want to go back to like the kids thing. I don't think that you can actually, um, I don't think you can actually like say definitively that one is worse than the other. I think just labeling both as bad. Yeah. Like is as good as you're going to get. Yeah. Cause I don't think you can like, it's like same thing with talking about like, is it worse to be a subject of racism or is it worse to be a subject of sexism? Because you okay. can't really, like, well, yeah. do that. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel I like... Think it's just a weird, I think it's just an interesting thing to talk about. There's more implied sexual abuse on children than there is yeah. of... Definitely. Murder. It's you just, see it in a, a lot thing. of TV shows, yeah. too. Like, them uh, criminal ones where it's cop, criminal, stuff oh, yeah. like that. You know, it's just... It's you, weird to me. Do you think um, I'm kind of uneasy with how how um, fuck? What's the word I'm looking for? Like how much of a spectacle sexual assault has become in Hollywood? Yeah, I feel like. Do you think that's like a negative thing? I, no, I think it's a very positive thing, but. I don't, no, positive in the way that, hey, this shit's real out there, you know? Well, for the most part, it's misrepresenting it with how it's Yeah, it but that's what I'm getting at. Like, yes, it's good in a way that people realize, yo, this can happen, but they don't show it in the, like the right... In the way it can yeah. happen. Yeah. Like, maybe the only show that actually shows it right is, like, Law and Order SUV. Yeah. Like, oh, dad walked in, because that's mostly going to happen. Like, you have a big... If you are worried about being sexually assaulted, do you, the main people you want to look out for are your friends, your father, and your brothers. Yeah. That, that's who you have to worry about the most. Some random guy on the street, not so much. Yeah. Statistically wise. What I was talking about, like, 
it's more sensationalized yeah. than it should be. Yeah. And I feel like it's a negative thing. Well, yeah, I think it contributes to the whole rape culture thing right? yeah. at that point. Because if you look at any, like, news feeds and stuff, you know, there's, like, rape jokes that have to do with some cinema. It's, like, that's not funny at all. Oh, that's you true. know, like, that's really a serious thing. I heard someone trying to, like, say it was justified because they're turning, they're making light of a of a bad situation. But it's, but... It's, you shouldn't make light of it. Yeah. What, why, what, what does that do for the situation? Exactly. I mean, it just how ultimately they, turns it into it, like, it's a joke, you know? Yeah. And that's how not it, how it should be taken. Yeah. And I don't see any way of how that contributes to the deconstruction of it within, within our society. Yeah. And personally, that just makes me feel like, oh, wow. You know, like, I can't believe humanity is like this at the moment, you know? Yeah, like, if you have... really... They don't... They lack a lot of empathy at that point. You yeah, know? if you're if you ever talking about... Um, if you ever say rape joke, there's two people who've actually been involved with a rape that may hear it. That's the victim and the person who... Um, performed. Performed the rape. It, yes. Who do you think is going to react more positively, posit- positively to that joke and it will identify with you more? The, that, the rapist. Yeah. So that's a, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Who do you want to be more well received by rapist or more well received by um, rape victim? Yeah, exactly. At that point, it just becomes like, oh, you're giving him like an award basically yeah. by complimenting it. You know? Did they in this movie? Did they imply that she's? They implied that the reason why, like, the ghost was killed was because she was cheating, right? Because like when the husband was possessed, he goes, "Oh, there was another man. She, she deceived me." I believe so. Probably. I think. I can't remember. Honestly. Also a weird thing like that gets speculated um that gets sensationalized too much is like domestic abuse also. Yeah. Like there's a lot of sensationalism out there. In Hollywood, you know, it's yeah, like, they misrepresent a lot of things. They do. And people nowadays of- people just believe it, you know, because of oh, yeah. the technology era. There's like yeah. oh it was in this movie, so it's real, you know, like that's why they put based on true events half the time or like you read the, go listen to the commentary. Go buy the movie and listen to the commentary. Sometimes they give you a backstory of why they put this in there. You know, oh yeah, like to deter you from thinking, oh that was so real. You know, it's like ah, oh, ah, oh, dude, I'm believing what, too much. I think ah, oh, now like it's so weird because you like with the with with knowing like why the murder happened and everything with the backstory behind the ghost. Yeah. But do you really know it? That's the thing. Because like the only like the only show about the backstory was um was her being chopped up, the kid hiding away, and like, a cat grabbing, and and the cat yeah. being killed. Yeah, that's all you. That's all you knew. And Oof. so you don't really know if like he was. If I don't, I'm not gonna say justified, but if he was, if he his anger was was toward a legitimate issue. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't know if he's just speculating and he, like, and he attacked her. You don't know if she's angry because she was, um... Which could have drove him to the edge, like, too. Which she, which she was killed. Like, she's angry because she was killed. Yeah. Was she also angry because, um, she was... Wrongly accused? Yeah, wrongly accused. Yeah. Or, like, that she was... That she did actually cheat. And she is, um, out. And she is, um, even angrier. Yeah. Because... She was um, killed unjustly by someone who thinks owned her. 
Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, I want, I want, I want to see way I'm, deeper. And I kind of want, I really, I really want someone to write us the whole story, like Juwan and everything. We tell me what that all that shit is about. I hope they do. Yeah, the more I think about it, how vague they left it, exactly. But they gave us enough to like want to speculate on it even more. It gives you so many unanswered questions, mm-hmm. and maybe the other movies answer it. But you know, like it's in that same way of how they did every scene, you know. At different points, yeah. Like I think we'd still be confused. <laughs> yeah, you know, like even like if you even miss thirty to forty-five seconds of this movie, yeah. you will be lost. Like, they threw in like little little hints of the backstory behind the ghost in yeah. every now and then. Like just like they'll have someone possessed and like give away a bit of exposition, but not too much that you're totally deterred from learning about it more, even more. Yeah. It's just like a memory puzzle, which is yeah. awesome because it makes you actively engaged. But like I said, if you turn away for like yeah. 30 seconds, you're you're screwed. Yeah, they definitely did a good job of like making you feel like making you feel like that you had enough information yeah. to like know something bad was happening and why it was happening, but not enough information to know exactly what you're in for. Yeah. And maybe it's all left to speculation, who knows. It'd be weird. You know. Like if he just went crazy, it's left for you to interpret. Now at this yeah. point, it says that's weird. That I think the whole subject of like child abuse and domestic abuse came off. Like I don't think we actually like, clarified of why because like the kid was also killed. Yeah, he's he's running yes. around. He's running around making like meowing like a cat and hissing at people. Yeah, and that's that was really creepy. He just show up every now and then, just sitting on people's couches and shit. And me the fuck like that could also lead to like, oh, the father is mad because maybe he doesn't feel like that was his child at this point, you know, like, oh, you know, fuck. yeah, it could get that deep, you know, like, we don't really know, you know, like, you're the hell spawn or some shit like yeah. that where he just goes crazy or he could have just went crazy and killed him, you know, just out of like spite, you know, like you look like your mother. Yeah. So I have to or some stuff like that. I can't wait to start college and study more uh, feminist theory because I really want to know if the use of domestic abuse as a plot tool is more deconstructive and negative on that phenomenon in society or if it like if it puts it out there. Not like I'm not sure. Maybe it's like how it's done that works the best. Because this one had a very vague display of that. Yep. So I, I can't like I don't. It's really weird. What's weird to me is when I see like that whole domestic dispute thing going on. You know, like that you is- always see it towards the violence towards the women because they did something. You know, but when the dude does it, you rarely see the woman freak out and dude you know i guess like why are you only doing it one way towards oh it's always feel sorry for the guy you know what i mean oh like, trying, yeah. trying to make the guy feel yeah. like sympathetic towards guy because yes the woman like making wrong. everybody always feel sympathetic to the guy like but half the time it doesn't even tell the whole story oh, you yeah. know like it's just like oh the guy thought Our- this so feel sympathetic for him because he killed them based off of an assumption. One thing that I hate, 
like some movies don't do this, but a lot of movies do do this when they have like the wife getting killed by the husband who speculates cheating. Yeah. Is that they never actually show that she did actually exactly that she may have actually cheated. And if she did, that still doesn't justify anything. Exactly. But like they always leave it out like, oh, he wrongly accused me. Like even wrongly accused or either way, he's still a fucking dick. I don't get why I to highlight that. Exactly. But somehow people feel sympathetic for the guys half the time. Like, oh, he he was hurt emotionally. It's like, no, not, dude. You didn't see she was trying to get away from him the yeah, whole time. There's a lot of like movies where like it has the guy surviving and he's like part of the haunting and everything. Yeah. And like, and half the time it's like, dude, it was your fault. You know, what, like what was the movie that that <laughs> I saw where that that happened where like the guy killed his wife because he thought she was cheating, and like like a new couple that moves in or something. Like oh. Dude, it's there. Like I'm kinda, yeah. I got a hazy picture in my head, but I can't yeah. think of it. If you know the film, tell us because I don't think we'll know it. No. Yeah. Wow, dude, yeah. But like like it has him surviving and he feels guilty, but like I don't really care that you feel guilty because you took a human life. Oh, dude, I think that's the one with the dude from Sex in the City where he's the farmer plantationer, dude, and he's there throughout all the years, but he hacked up his family due to something, and then the new family comes in because, but he thought she was cheating or something, and then the new family yeah. comes in, and then he tries to hack them all up. Yeah. I think there's a movie like that. I believe so. Like I said, I've seen a lot of like previews to stuff that I haven't totally watched because I was like, doesn't fit to me yet. I mean, I should watch it because maybe it will. I'm surprised sometimes, but yeah. yeah. But that that's definitely my main hang up about that is that like, if it's an unfaithful wife, they like the movie spends a lot of time like trying to um trying to like prove that she wasn't unfaithful. Yeah. And either way, it doesn't, like, matter Yeah, if she was like, or wasn't. Killing isn't justified towards that at yeah. all, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I, I hate all, that. All I got in my head is the, I hit her with, my head, with the hammer, not, I'm going to throw over the Cleveland Bridge. Don't talk about that video again. <laughs> it was horrible. It's like a video of a guy that's being shared around, like, not my Facebook, because I don't have gross people sharing that stuff. But yeah, on your Facebook... Yeah. Like, some guy admitting to killing his wife because she was cheating. He's, like, crying about it, and he's trying to, like, justify it. I was like, are you serious right now? Like, Did the person you share that from saying it was good? I know you share a lot of people from No, I think he just shared it. Okay. Just a lot of people on my page share stuff. I never actually look at half of it. But that one, I thought, I was wondering what he was crying about. Mm. Because I was like, oh, dude, he's crying. Why? And then it just kept bringing me further into it. I was like... Oh wow, this is getting deep. And then he brought out the hammer, and I was like, "Seriously, just because he caught her cheating?" Yeah, I want I want to look into more movies about that and see how like domestic violence is used as a plot plot tool. See if like if overall there is a problem with how it's represented. I feel like there is. Oh uh, yeah, I I'll agree with that. I believe there is too. Like honestly, the like especially in American cinema, we don't have a good job at displaying like actual events in society in a good way. Yeah, I Especially think like I think it'll get better 
in future years. Yeah, just we, not at this time. As like we discuss and criticize it more, yeah, we're still trying to weed through all that stuff. Yeah, which is good. We're finally doing we're something. Still an error where you can predict the black guy dies first. That's how, that's how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's still only one main black dude in yeah. a group of white we're people. St- we're still even dealing with like racial issues. It's going to be hard to like deal with like sex issues still. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think, oh, that being said, it's not right either way. Yeah. Like, like going, like when you watch a Disney film and you see a lot of use of racism going, oh, it's made it this time. It's, it's okay. Not really. Like it, it's explainable. It doesn't make it okay. Yeah. As long as you like acknowledge that it's bad. Yeah, that that's one thing that I wish more people do. Oh yeah, because if we don't start acknowledging stuff, we're gonna have the same old shitty recipe for a lot of things. Wait, this is weird because we're all looking at this from American vo- point of view and talking about American like issues, but in Japan, is it negative of how they display that? Because I don't know if it's real. I don't. I'm, Depend- I'm gonna sound. I'm gonna sound extremely ignorant, and. Like, generally, the world was raised in a patriarchal homogeny. Yeah. But in Japan, is domestic dispute, like, as, problem- as problematic as it is in America? And if so, is it due to their media and their... Um, cultural beliefs? Yeah, from- cultural, like, structure yeah. that that can be attributed towards. That's what I'd assume. Because I don't want to make a generalization because I know that Japan's way different than China, but you see how like China treats their women, oh, yeah. you know. So like I'm wondering they, if they have they have gendered, um, yeah, abortions and everything like yeah. that. Like yeah. I wonder if any of that spilt over to Japan at all. Well, ever. Japan built a lot of structured a lot of their government and language and everything. Yeah, see, that's Chinese, what, that's so. what I'm wondering. Maybe, and it's hard. It's that that's another thing that like okay, I like doing cultural criticisms on movies. If I watch Japanese films, it's going to be hard for me to do that because I'm not a part of that culture. Yeah. But speculating from the fact that the world was basically built on like a like on a male-centered um like cultural system yeah. that has spidered out into the rest of the world, you can generally assume that there are some similarities with how they treat certain genders. Yeah. True. But, like, my main point was that it's going to be hard to, like, look at it from, like, a cultural, like, study yeah. of Japan because of, like, the cultural um, homogeny that I was raised in. Yeah. I couldn't escape it or anything. So I look at them from a very, like, biased. Like, I can look at them as open-minded as I want, but I still have 20, 22 years of being raised in the West. Yes. In an Abrahamic um, society of looking at that. So when I judge it, it's going to come from that perspective. And I don't know if it's like a justified perspective of looking at it. I think it would be if you, like, actually dig into the... Into the culture? Yeah. Or, like, philosophy does where it actually lo- answer asks as many questions as it can think of mm-hmm. without the subjective view. You know, like, they look objectively... Because they're subjected to one view, you know? They're actually, from what they're prevalent to around them, like, they try and go outside of that with all the questions that they answer to make criticisms on it objectively so that people can learn from whatever their subjective standpoint was. It's going to be fun to do a lot more Japanese films and and critique them and 
and review them and say what we like about them. Yeah. Because it's such, it's like it's so fresh to dig into those. They can be as old as they can be old as sin, but it's still like a fresh take that we're looking at. Yeah. Like we're pretty. It's especially weird. especially now that like horror movies are starting to like take away from that. Like especially Guillermo del Toro probably does it the best with how he takes away from Japanese culture. Yeah. Not takes away like he not uh, he borrows from them. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't appropriate them. I don't want to say that he like borrow. He shares. Their, yeah. He, yeah. He's sharing their culture and like the way he does that, it's so good. And it's like his, he made it his own style almost. You yeah. know, like he's, he's he adapted didn't, like, elements. Yeah, right? he like, but he changed it to his own. It's really neat. Definitely, really neat. Beautiful altogether, though. Oh yeah. Um, that's just all the time we have for right now. Yes, it was. But to, to, if you want to watch. More if you want to watch more pretty punk, I mean, not pretty punk, the macabre sort, go to prettypunk.net and you can find us there. If you like this episode, rate us and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to subscribe to also. Don't rate us if it's anything less than three stars. Thank you. <laughs> I, I kind of want them to just no, see what they say. If you don't like us, leave, leave a strongly worded message. Don't rate us less than three stars. Okay, I can I can deal with that. I can fox with that idea. Fox with it. Yeah. Um. Also support our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PrettyPunk. That goes to more than just the macabre story. It will go to other videos and projects we're working on. Yes. Which we hope to show you guys soon. Very much so. And yeah. like we said, any questions, comments, anything you'd like to share with us overall, email at us at questions at prettypunk.net. And we will respond in next week's episode. Yes. In next week's episode, we're going to be watching Eyes with No Face. Classic horror movie with some pretty cool visuals for the time. Yeah. I saw some previews on that. So if you want, you can watch that with us and we'll discuss it next week. All right. Signing off. Thanks, guys.